Subscribe to Inclusion Revolution Radio wherever you can get podcasts. At Progressive, you can get 24-7 protection, even if you break the space-time continuum. Wait, every time you wake up is the same day? That's terrible. Yeah, don't worry. I call Progressive. Their 24-7 protection still works, even if my day does last forever. Yeah, but don't you want it to end? Are you kidding? I win the lottery whenever I want and never regret anything. It's the best. Yeah, that's a good point. Progressive offers more than a great price when you bundle home and auto. We offer round-the-clock protection, which literally means anytime. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and third-party insurers, and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Hello, everyone. Welcome to an emergency version of Stacking the Box. I am Matt Vernon alongside Josh Hill, and I'm, I'm just going to get right into this. Uh, <laughs> okay, so Antonio Brown, Raiders star receiver, who was traded from Pittsburgh for a third-round pick, has apparently come off the rails, so to speak. Uh, Mike Silver, uh, esteemed NFL reporter, former SI guy, and now an NFL Network, fired off a 20-tweet thread on Friday afternoon just minutes ago, and he detailed everything that is going on with Antonio Brown. And I am just going to roll right through it. So here we go from Mike Silver. Quote, Even before suffering bizarre injuries to his feet, Antonio Brown alarmed Raiders coaches and teammates by railing against the NFL's enhanced enforcement of helmet regulations, a policy change which will likely force the star receiver to switch to a new model. Brown's vocal resistance to the mandate, both during OTAs and shortly after his arrival in Napa, California for training camp, has contributed to a disconnect with the team that acquired the seven-time Pro Bowl selection via trade with the Steelers in March. According to four sources, again, it's all Michael Silver, according to four sources familiar with Brown's current absence from camp, which dates back to last week, Raiders coaches and players are concerned that the receiver's unhappiness regarding the helmet issue may be playing a role as to the decision staying away from Napa. Now, I'm going to paraphrase here a little bit going forward. So that's the baseline of this whole thing. Brown's worn the same helmet style since he's been in Pittsburgh, since he's been a pro player, Okay. They have outlawed that helmet. So he, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, they all wear that helmet. They're all getting new helmets. Apparently, Brown's not down with that. Took his old helmet, (laughs) had it repainted, but not well enough to fool anybody. So has been told now, he's tried to sneak it in multiple times to practice. Has been told multiple times, take the helmet off because the team can get fined. They would be subject to league discipline. Okay. This has been going on since May and has been continuing. This on top of the fact that the man has horrifically frostbitten feet. Okay? <laughs> so all this is playing out in Oakland. Now, according to Silver, um, he, when he showed up to his first OTA, Brown requested his old helmet. Uh, after being told he'd have to wear an approved model, uh, witnesses say the wide receiver loudly voices displeasure complaining that Brady and Aaron Rodgers were not subject to the same scrutiny, although, of course, they were, and the Raiders proved that to him shortly thereafter. Brown acquiesced, wore the new helmet in OTAs. Then, sometime in the next few weeks, Brown once again tried to take the field with his old helmet, as I mentioned. So, the final part of this, here's a quote from one Raiders player, according again to Mike Silver, quote, he's still freaking out about it. He hasn't been here for a while. No one knows where he's at. Uh, there's another part of this that during meetings he brings in several tablets and has his smartphone and has been glancing at photos on Instagram to like and perusing his bank account. Now, the, the Instagram thing, I think, okay, look, a lot of people do that. Uh, he just got paid. Per- perusing his bank account. Maybe if I was He's looking at all those zeros. Brown, okay. But so this, this is 
This is where we are at with Antonio Brown. Hill, after giving all that information, uh, I will cede the floor to you. Just thoughts. I wanted to give everybody who's listening, in case you didn't get to see it, in case you don't have Twitter, I wanted to catch them up. That's what's going on. Your thoughts on what the hell is happening with the Raiders and Antonio Brown. Uh, I've always been jealous of the NBA because it's such a personality-driven league. And we get these things like, you know, remember a handful of years ago, DeAndre Jordan was going to sign with the Mavericks and yeah, then Paul Pierce not, and Chris yeah. Paul and Blake uh, all, you know, locked him in a room and was like, no, you're coming back to L.A. It was basically a hostage situation. Yeah. And I'm like, man, the NFL doesn't have that. And I was thinking that over the last couple of years of us, like, covering the NFL, like, man, I really wonder if there's a way we can cover the NFL this way where it's, like, fun and interesting and get the personalities. And then Antonio Brown happened. And Antonio Brown was already a thing. And then this side of Antonio Brown comes out. Like, I thought the wildest thing about him was going to be that he dyed his mustache blonde. Yeah. That, in terms of NFL absurdity, is top ten. And then he's followed that up with getting frostbitten in Oakland in August. And now this, which, okay, so when it comes out, the report comes out that nobody knows where Antonio Brown is. Naturally, your first inclination is to think it's kind of serious. You're like, okay, I hope this isn't something like, you know, a serious issue where he's in trouble or something's happened with him. But then once you get the details of, which is also juxtaposed against the initial feeling of, man, I hope like he's okay. Like, you know, his health isn't, you know, we've seen these things happen before. Then you find out after worrying a little bit, like maybe this is a situation that he's off the road. Progressive Snapshot can save you money based on how you drive and how much you drive. So the safer you drive, the more money you could save. Now, if you didn't hear that because you were looking at your phone while driving, let me say it again. Seriously, put down your phone. That is so unsafe. If you didn't do stuff like use your phone while driving, you could save money with Progressive Snapshot. But saving or not, just put it down. And if you did hear it the first time because you weren't looking at your phone, nice work. You'd love Snapshot from Progressive because it rewards safe drivers. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California and North Carolina or from all agents. Observation because of his helmet? Because he wants to paint his helmet. And I want to see this painted helmet. Show me this painted helmet because I'm imagining like a grade school, like the way I would paint a helmet where it's just like sloppily done. He doesn't have the logo exactly right. It's like off-brand Raiders logo. Like what did this? The Raiders just winking with both eyes. What did this look like? And thank God for hard knocks. Like if I'm an executive at HBO right now, I'm through the roof. Oh, it's incredible. We picked the Raiders thinking that they were going to be an absolute train wreck. Because let's be real, in the latest episode of Stack and Box, we talked about John Gruden and his nightmare speech and how it wasn't that great of an episode, but like we wanted to know more about the madness of the Raiders. Right. Oh, this is appointment uh, television listen, viewing this Sunday. If, Holy if you cow. Are, if you are HBO, you are thanking God <laughs> oh, for the geez. Raiders and Antonio Brown right now. But look, I'll take it from a football standpoint. I, I, I concur with everything you said. They traded a third-round pick for Mm -hmm. a first-ballot Hall of Fame-level talent. There's an old saying in life that everybody's heard. When something's too good to be true, it's because it usually is. I don't blame the Raiders for making the trade, but there had to, on some level, whether it be for Gruden or Davis or Mike Mayock, there had to, on some level, be a thought of, they're really going to give him to us just for a third-round pick? Despite the fact he's on a really good contract, then... Brown and his agent Drew Rosenhaus said, you got to put more money. you got to pack more money into this contract. Which, to Rosenhaus' credit, he got him to give him $30 million extra in this contract, guaranteed. Now, all this stuff is happening. And the Raiders are... You couldn't come up with a more dysfunctional situation. They're playing in a city that basically hates them right now. Because they know they're moving to Vegas and abandoning them for the second time 
Okay, you've got that playing out. The luster is worn off of Gruden because now at this point he just looks like a clown who has nine years left on his contract. You have Derek Carr, who was once an MVP candidate a few years ago, mm-hmm. and now you're talking about is this his last year in Oakland because he's looked terrible ever since breaking his leg. You've got hard knocks. Now you throw in Richie Incognito, who suspended the first two games of the year. You have Montez Perfect, who's no choir boy in his own right on the field. He's been suspended multiple times. And now you have Antonio Brown, who has frostbite, who came to camp in a hot air balloon. God. Knowing he had frostbitten feet and couldn't play. And now all this going on. Do you know how, just reading Silver's thing, his report, the first thing that came to my mind is, do you know how bad it's got to be there for four different sources and Mike Silver is as good of a reporter as there is. Oh, yeah. These sources aren't some guy in the, in the equipment room, okay? These are people who are coaches, executives, players. Do you know how bad it's going to be for four different people to go on record <gasps> oh. and say all this stuff? And for Silver to feel so confident that the story is correct that he went out and printed Because you don't print something like that unless you are 110% certain oh, yeah. that you're right, okay? So for him to go on the record with all that stuff says to me that he knows for a fact yeah, this is what's going on. This is accurately representing what's going on in Oakland. And for a team that has all this other turmoil beyond Antonio Brown, that is just that is the unbelievable topper for all this stuff. I, my, my, I'm deceased. My brain is all <laughs> over the wall. I have no idea how to react other than just, if you're the Raiders, my God, you have to be thinking, this is a disaster. And short of him retiring... You have no way out of this, and he's only gonna—he's only gonna diminish as a player. He's, he's thirty-one oh, yeah. years old. Like you're paying for the worst years of his career, and apparently the ones where he is just completely going off the rails. Far worse than imaginable. Like, look, we all kind of figured that this was gonna be a train wreck, and this is just out of control. Like, this isn't a train wreck. Like, the train has been blasted into space, and it's like, what is happening? And it, I will—we do have to say this because. There's a flip side of the coin, which is while all of this turmoil is going on in Oakland and all of this craziness and everybody's pointing and laughing at the Raiders and at Gruden and Mayock, who already he's got a giant black mark on his record because who made the trade? Now we might get into a sniping fest where Gruden's like, hey, man, you wanted Antonio Michael? Brown. And yep. Mayock is a no BS guy. Mayock will yep. shove it right back in Gruden's face. So that's you want to talk about fascinating television. But the flip side of this is. How great do the Pittsburgh Steelers look right now? Because oh. on the heels, not only this, but the Le'Veon Bell thing, which they sat out and they were like, whatever, fine. Like, we're not going to pay you. You can sit out the entire year. And that was a whole thing. And everybody's like, Le'Veon's going to win. He gets a lesser deal with the Jets. And now he was kind of in the same situation where then Adam Gase was like, I don't want this guy. I mean, And now the Antonio this, Brown stuff. This whole thing is about Brown right now for the podcast. But I'll tell you right now. We'll get this <laughs> at some point. We both picked the Steelers to fall off. And, by the way, this is phenomenal. This just came in per our esteemed video guy, Hunter Armour. Per Adam Schefter, quote, And now this, Raiders receiver Antonio Brown has told team officials that unless he gets to wear his old helmet, he will not play football again, per league sources. That leads right into it. We were just talking about this. Yeah. Ten minutes ago, saying that he's (laughs) unhinged enough to just retire. He looked at his bank account and saw enough zeros. He Uh, was fine with it. That's why he was perusing. This is so out of control. That is incredible. I don't know. What he, I, I, According to Schefter, the reason he's so peeved about this 
is he believes the new helmet, quote, protrudes out and interferes with his vision as he tries to catch the football. The Raiders have been sending Brown other approved helmets to try out, but at this time, he is not interested in wearing any of them. Bring back the leather helmet. What Make an is exception. happening? What is going on? This is incredible. Well, that was because I was wondering and then, that. By the way, not to, and you go right ahead. There was a grace period. He knew a year <laughs> ago. This was coming a year ago. What is he doing? That's the best part about this. This is, this is certified. Look, I'm not looking at Antonio Brown for forward thinking here, which is clearly not what he did because he's got the year grace period. But, I mean, we were joking about it before we hopped on the emergency pod was – I just threw it out there. I'm like, what happens if he retires? Because he is just insane. He's right nuts now. enough to do it. Yeah. And you brought up Ricky Williams and how Ricky Williams walked away from the game. What happens to his contract? The Raiders just gave him $30 million guaranteed. Like, there is a larger sum to the rest of the contract that obviously he's going to negate if he retires. But what happens if he's like, I'm done? I'm walking away. Like, this becomes a whole different problem for the Raiders because do they have to give back that $30 million? It's guaranteed. Yeah. So he voided the contract, but it's the same. It's guaranteed money. There is, there is nothing I put off the table right now. <laughs> nothing. If he comes out and holds a press conference tonight and just says, you know what, I'm done, and flips everybody off on the way out the door, wouldn't shock me. I also wonder, too, and look, this is, this is all speculation because we have no idea what's yeah. going on. Okay, I don't even know if he has any idea what's going on. I don't think so. I wonder how much of this, if any of it, is born out of the fact he forced his way out of Pittsburgh, he went nuts, he had to get out of there, and he got to Oakland and was like, you know what? Pittsburgh, not that bad. Yeah. Now, I don't think that's the case. Like, he's getting paid $30 million extra, all this stuff. But, like, you're, you're going to tell me that just just out of complete left field, knowing for a year he had to get rid of his helmet, what do you think? The NFL wasn't going to notice him? I guess he spray-painted the helmet or whatever he did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just, Which is comical. What is happening? Well, what, did he, what does he think is going to happen? So the NFL has mandated it. This is a mandate by the league. Like, they're not going to make an exception it's to the It's about safety. They're There's never no, yeah. in a million – what if he got a brutal concussion using this? They're never, never. ever going to bend on this. Ever. And so that means Antonio, apparently retiring. Yeah, Antonio Brown has to bend. And if we just saw anything out of Antonio Brown forcing his way out of Pittsburgh, it's that he's not going to bend. Okay. Right. Like, so, right. yeah, does this end with him retiring, or does this end with him kind of swallowing his pride a little bit and coming back? Does he want more Man. money from the Raiders? Like, I don't understand what's going on Could here. this actually—is there actually going to be a holdout over the fact that he his can't helmet? wear a new helmet? I mean, this is—are this is, the Raiders right. fining him yet? Because he's not showing up to work. And he's not on the non-football injury list. I don't know. I, you know what? I think right now it's a case of he can't play because of his feet, so I don't think he's being fined. I think it's just right now the idea is, look, you can't play because of his, yeah. his, his foot issues. But, man, look, all right. So let's try to bring it around to how this might play out going forward. Uh, look, Besides we all, not well. We, well. we all needed to melt down for 10 minutes because that is just oh, I'm going to be melting down certifiable. for months over this. But, I, okay, so now you look at here's, – here's where the Raiders are from a football standpoint. Antonio Brown's obviously the centerpiece of that offense. Yeah. Okay, they've got a rookie running back, first-round pick, Josh Jacobs. But th- at this point, you know he's not he's not Antonio Brown by any stretch. Tyrell Williams was brought in, but he was brought in as a secondary piece. Um, the offensive line took a big blow. Uh, what was it? Wednesday, I believe. What I mean, Thursday? Yeah, Gabe, Gabe Jackson. Jackson. He's out for at least the first month of the season, if not more. So now you start getting into okay. If Brown is not there, whether or not it's because of the helmet, the feet, a combination, a whatever, thing. Yeah, like, something who else Who knows what's going to happen between yeah. now and week one? 
you, I mean, the Raiders are looking down the barrel at going four and twelve again, and God. just limping out of Oakland. I don't. How do you make a radio ad for an 8K TV that conveys the feeling of 33 million pixels with over a billion shades of color hitting your eyeballs? This is the best we can do. Samsung Neo QLED 8K, unreasonably good. Uh, and the other part of this is, and here's another part we can go off of this. And I was going to say this earlier, and then and then Hunter walked in with with the missive that he's <laughs> ready to retire. Yeah. So look. The Steelers, we both predicted they were going to miss the playoffs last year. And we looked like dopes when they were 7-2-1, and one, and then they missed the playoffs. And Brown had a meltdown toward the end of the year. Didn't yep. show up you know, for Week 17, basically. I will say this. With Pittsburgh, I think Pittsburgh's going to be better this year because even though they're less talented, they're not dealing with any of this nonsense. No. And I know people say, well, come on, how are you going to replace them? Hey, look. There is something to be said if you've ever played team sports for just not having to deal with the circus. And while neither one of us have ever played on that kind of a level, Mm-mm. like that level has all the scrutiny that comes with it and the media attention. And I think if, if you're the Steelers, you're in that room going, all right, you know, we're going to have to figure it out. We're going to have to pick it up a little bit, man. Thank God we don't have to deal with that nonsense. And the Raiders on the flip side, how, how much are they in that locker room between players? How much are they just saying, man, I know he's talented, but like you got to be kidding me. Like, we had to deal with this crap day in and day out. If I were a player on the Raiders, and I'm not for a million reasons, but if I was, I would think that I would feel like, man, I, I'm i not dealing with this crap. Mm-mm. I'm going to listen to this guy. Who, he's a great player. He's never done anything for us. And it's just all about him. And that's a team trying to build a new culture, trying to forge a new identity. That's a, that's a rough spot. And, by the way, it's just one hell of an example for all these younger guys. Mm-hmm. We're looking at him going, well, he's been successful in the league, and that's how he does his business. Wild. Yeah, so Antonio Brown, let's take him off the board here for a number of different reasons, whether it's the foot, whether it's the helmet. For any of the 85 reasons. Or the 90 other ones that we have yet to discover or have yet to happen. Uh, your starting wide receiver core for the Oakland Raiders now, Tyrell Williams, who, I mean, we both agreed in free agency, he's probably was the best free agent yes. wide receiver. And he's going to look if I'm Tyrell Williams... I'm filling the void something fierce. Like, yeah. I know, like, there's Throw this whole, my way. Well, yeah, there's this whole thing where it's like, man, I, just as long as the checks keep clearing at this yeah. point, if I'm a Raiders player, but if I'm Tyrell Williams, like, I got to make the best of a bad yep. situation, like, you can kind of fill the void a little bit. J.J. Nelson and Hunter Renfro are your other two receivers. A rookie starting slot Not receiver. good. Not good. Marcel Aitman? Atman? Don't even know. Well, that's your number four yeah. receiver now. Not so, good. And then Dwayne Harris, New York Giants, you great. Are, so. You are one... Tyrell Williams sprained ankle away from just never throwing the football. J.J. Nelson. They have Hunter Renfro. And you're running Jared the ball Cook with go. a rookie. Yeah, they let, and their offensive line's terrible. God. Their offensive line's terrible. Speaking of the offensive line and stable minds, Richie Incognito's in that locker room, too. Yeah. Uh, and Vontez Burfitt's yeah. in that locker it's room, It's quite too. a room. It quite is a room. insane. Got Gruden in there. who's not exactly known for controlling play. I mean, it is just... That team is like a lab experiment gone wrong. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it really is just so completely out of control. And we're not even... They have not even played a preseason game yet. That's the best part. I mean, this isn't even like it's... Look, I thought this thing was going to go sideways, but I thought it was going to go sideways in like November. You know, yeah. they're two and six. Why and wait? It's clear they're not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Brown is like, we'll speed this up. I thought it would go off the rails then. You know, maybe he wasn't getting the targets he wanted, wasn't getting his yardage, and then he was going to freak yeah. out. This is... This is really like people point at Odell Beckham all the time, like, I, and I think there's something to Odell Beckham sometimes being a little bit of a of a distraction. But 
Not anywhere near this level. He looks this, real good right now. Odell Beckham right now looks like Art Monk yep. in terms of distraction level. I mean, it's just, if you're the Raiders, you really have to almost say to yourself, they have no choice. I mean, they, they, they've got to have him on the field. They've got to play him. But I if, I bet you if you got Mayock in a real honest moment, he'd say, man, I, I don't want to stand near this team. Because mm-hmm. it's not like they're a Super Bowl team. It's not like he's the difference. Then, then look, as crazy as it is, Maybe you'd say, hey, listen, we'll deal with the circus because we feel like as long as he gives us his typical performance, it might be the difference between us going to a, t- you know, a conference title game and winning the Super Bowl. What is it the difference for them? 6-10, and 5-11? and 11? I, I just, man. My big winners out of so this. There's so many moving parts. My big winners out of this. Obviously not the Raiders or Antonio Brown, but the Steelers, the Steelers. they look yeah. fantastic. Yes. As you said, Odell Beckham looks really good because that was a big knock on him. Was that He's a diva. Look at him attacking the kicking net on the sideline. Like, ever since he got to Cleveland, it has been nothing but smooth sailing with Odell. I mean, you might have some hiccups here and there. Yeah, but, the OTAs, but by but and now large, you've got the comparison to the Antonio Brown thing. He's been fine. So, and then also Deontay Johnson, who is who the Steelers took with that third round pick that yep. the Raiders traded to him. Turns out to be a Hall of Famer. I mean, like, look, <laughs> Juju Smith Schuster was just kind of like a guy. We were like, hey, maybe he'll be all right. The Steelers are taking him. They got Antonio Brown. Why would they take him now? For I mean, a lack of a better comparison, like Juju is that he's Antonio Brown. Who's to say Deontay Johnson doesn't tap into? You know, Ben Roethlisberger, he's got Ben Roethlisberger throwing to him, a Hall of Fame quarterback. He's going to look real good. Steelers fans are winners out of this. Like, holy cow. They're winners. Ben Roethlisberger is an enormous winner because he's looking at this going, yeah, I yeah. told you, I'm not, I, I wasn't the crazy one. That had, Even um, though he is the crazy one. one. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean he's not the crazy no. one, but he's at least saying hey, it wasn't all me. Okay. I, I, I'll tell you who's another winner. You kind of, I think all falls in the same category. It's Mike Tomlin. Oh, yeah. Mike Tomlin doesn't have to deal with this crap anymore. I, there's just, and I know yep. I keep saying that that term, but there's just no other way for me to put it. Like it's just complete nonsense. Look, the foot thing, as weird as it is, and it, and it's a lack of like for you know, I don't know, not foresight, I guess, but it's just a lack of, of attention to detail. The, the helmet thing is just bizarre. What are you doing? It's I insane. just don't. Can you imagine Rosenhaus right now? <laughs> it must be it must be having a five on fire at the house trying to figure out what are we going to do? How are we going to? And look. The one thing I am worried seriously about with Brown is this like a mental health issue? I mean, you're, you're coming off a year where in the last, what, 18 months, I believe, he allegedly threw uh, furniture off a 12th or 13th floor balcony and almost hit a kid. Uh, he got into that dispute in Hollywood, Florida at mm-hmm. his home with, his, with the mother of his child. Uh, she alleged she, he shoved her. Uh, they were very, you know, and there were differing reports on that. He was never found guilty of a crime or anything. Um, obviously, just all the turmoil that happened in Pittsburgh with yep. the team. Um, I mean, you go on down the list. He got he got pulled over for going 100 miles an hour in a 30 mile an hour zone in a suburb of Pittsburgh. And by the way, you know, one thing you kind of just being around the beat and learning these different things. One thing that was like a running joke by the end was that Brown didn't even have a room at training camp in Latrobe. Like when the rest of these guys were at, at camp, mm-hmm. he would just come to camp and then just leave. And look, you could say none of that matters, you know, or at least in terms of his football performance. And he had a great year last year. He had 15 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he was still really productive. But at what point does it just become untenable and too much to deal with? And the Steelers finally said, we're done. Mm-hmm. We're done. We're moving on. I'm getting rid of you. And it was mutual. He wanted out too. But now, man, if you're the Raiders, you're sitting here going, oh, my God, we have this guy for how many years? 
and this is what's going on. You got him threatening to retire over a helmet. I can't remember, and I'm not saying it's ever happened, I can't remember a more wildly dysfunctional start to a season for a team. I can think of teams that were more injured. I can think of teams that had more turbulent, like, yeah. full-blown off-seasons. But just in terms of, like, the first couple weeks of their actual season... This is rough. This this might honestly take the cake. Yeah. This is insanity, what's going on with that franchise. Yeah. I've got one more winner for you. You're a big fan of Buffalo. Oh, the Bills, man. The Bills. Bills and the Bills fans, the Bills front Good office. Call. Like, they got this close to this disaster. You want to talk about a near-death experience. Mayock's frantically calling Brandon Bean right <laughs> yes. now. Did you take a fourth? Would you take a fourth? Oh, Would he's you... just, like, answering the phone to cackling. It's like, yeah, the Bills dodged a bullet with this one. Because they're kind of doing exactly what the Raiders want to do, which is they're building this culture, and it's turning out to be kind of a winning culture. Like, last year was a down year. But, but, you know, McDermott comes in two years he's ago. He's done a nice job there. They go to the wild card game, which they probably should have won in Jacksonville. But but they were there. Nobody thought in a million years they were going to be in the playoffs. No. Everybody I, thought they were tanking that we year. We were saying that that year, that they were going to be 1-2 with the Jets, yeah. and they're there in the playoffs. Yep. And last year, they don't make the playoffs, but they have Josh Allen. They have their franchise quarterback. Um, to me, the Bills are what the Raiders want to be. Yes. And they just—we're living in—this is what happens when you have parallel universes going against one another. Because the Raiders, in some universe— are the Bills. Like, if they get Antonio Brown, things don't go right, and they're still tragically the Bills. But in reality, that's the Raiders, and the Bills are kind of on the ascent. So talk about a, well, dodging a bullet if, here with, with Antonio Brown. nothing else, the Bills have a plan, and they've stuck to You know, and I'll, I'll finish my thoughts on this, okay? The Raiders, the Raiders originally, when Gruden got there, they traded away Mac. eventually a couple months later traded away Mark Cooper. Yeah. And their whole thing was... We're going really young. We're going to build through the draft. We're going to amass a ton of picks. Kind of like what Cleveland did with Sashi Brown. Yeah. Right? Maybe not as long a term as Sashi Brown mm-hmm. and Cleveland, but the same idea. We're going to get a ton of picks. We don't care if we stink for a couple of years. Gruden had a 10-year plan. Care. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, they just on a dime went out and got incognito and perfect, and they're trading for Brown, and they're signing all these free agents like Trent Brown well, they were, there was those reports, Lamar and I don't Joyner. know how erroneous they were, but the, that they were trying to liquidate funds to get yeah. Le'Veon Bell because they ran out of money well, I mean, look, in now, free agency. I can Are tell you, you right kidding now, me? They, I, I, I reported it, and I got killed for it, cause, mostly because, frankly, people can't read. But when I reported it, I said, look, they are closing in on a deal with Le'Veon Bell. They were very close, according to my source, oh, yeah. very close to signing him. And he ultimately just couldn't finish the deal. But, oh, yeah. Like, they were yep. they were ready to go. They wanted a star running back in the worst way. And when they missed out on Bell, they went out and they got Jacobs mm-hmm. in the draft. But, no, they have done such a 180. And to me, it just says, we have no plan. We have no plan. And then their plan centered around Antonio Brown. And now Antonio Brown doesn't like his helmet and might just retire from the NFL. So that's where we are. But... Here at Stack in the Box, we want to give you some emergency pods throughout the season as these things happen. Hopefully you enjoy this. Hopefully you get in your card and you're like, Stack in the Box, another one? That's right. Only 20 minutes? Cool. A little snackable Stack in the Pod. Well, now you have the Verderam Hill take on, uh, or takes rather, on what is going on in Oakland. So I'm sure this won't be the last emergency podcast for the Raiders. Oh, I don't. Oh, <laughs> no. Maybe not even for this week. We'll see how things play. Yeah, see you in a couple hours, folks. Yeah. So, listen, 
that that's all we have on this. We got to get for, out of here on now. that. We got to go. But uh, follow us on stack, on Twitter at Stack in the Box. I think you probably should follow Mike Silver at this point. Yeah. Uh, if you don't already. So follow us on Sag the Box. We always want to thank Fanatics. Our partners are phenomenal. Go to fansided.fanatics.com. Save 20% on shipping with the code word fansided. For Mr. Hill, yep. I am Matt Verderam. We will talk to you again maybe soon. Fasten Certainly next straps. week. Let's do it. Get your new helmet. Underdog Fantasy is the fastest growing fantasy app and easiest place to play fantasy sports. Just jump on underdogfantasy.com or download the app, draft your team, and that's it. And if drafts aren't your thing, they also have a pick'em game where you can win 20 times your money in a single night. Use promo code RADIO, and Underdog will double your first deposit when you sign up with up to $100 in bonus cash. Deposit $100? Get $100 free. That's promo code RADIO. Terms and conditions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.